It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay snack challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of SB Nation's The Dream Shakes, The Dream Take Podcast. My name is... Mike Brown, and I'm joining you once again live on Spotify Greenroom uh, for another episode of The Dream Take after the Houston Rockets uh, game this evening on the West Coast to finish up a five-game road trip uh, with yet another loss. The Rockets lose tonight 120-107. to uh, We are, <laughs> I say we, I am looking to take all of your calls tonight if you uh, happen to jump in the room here on Spotify Green Room. Hit that request to speak button, and I will bring you up on the show uh, as we uh, finish the week off here with another loss. Um, I would be lying to you if I said that these shows are getting more, you know, easier to do with every passing loss because just tonight wasn't good. I mean, tonight was a night that. 
the, the Warriors are good. Don't get me wrong. I mean, the Warriors are eight and one. They're having a hell of a start to the season. Uh, I mean, they, they're just playing really well. You know, Jordan Poole had 25 points tonight. Steph Curry had a very quiet 20 points tonight. Andrew Wiggins had 16. Uh, Otto Porter Jr. had 15. Uh, Bielitsa uh, beat us for what? I mean, he had nine points tonight, but they came. I mean, this is, an, this is a game where the Rockets lost 120 to 107. They could have lost by 25 points. Uh, but to be fair, you know, this was an 83 to 83 game in the third quarter. And then, I mean, the Warriors just blitzed the Rockets and, you know, beat the drums off of them the rest of the game. Uh, but this game, ultimately, I mean, once again, boils down to the fact that the Rockets missed another 12 free throws. I mean, this is this is middle school stuff. This is not NBA talent issues. Like free throws are free throws. You're you're at the foul line. You are, you know, these are these are easy gimme points for the Rockets. I mean, they lose by 13. And again, don't get me wrong, the Warriors, you know, barely played their starters the fourth quarter. You know, but the fact is you missed 12 free throws. And <laughs> I mean, I laugh because the Rockets turned the ball over another 22 times tonight. Uh, Kevin Porter Jr. did get hurt, you know, was out for, you know, the fourth quarter. He had 11 points, three more turnovers. You know, he had seven assists. He played better tonight than he did yesterday against Denver. Jay Sean Tate, I mean, probably had his best game in the year for 21 points. Daniel Tice kicked in another, you know, 14 points. You know, tonight he had five rebounds. Let's get to Christian Wood, okay? We did the show yesterday before he came out and said what he said post game about how he wants the offense to run through him. Well, dude, you shot the ball five times and had four points, and you had the worst plus minus on the team. So, Christian, if you're going to run your mouth post game and say what you said post game, you damn well better come out the next game and ball. And you didn't. I mean, you shot the ball four times. You had four points and you had, what, one rebound? Four steals? I mean, congrats. You've had a hell of a year thus far. I'm not taking away anything that you've done. But this is a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately kind of league. And if you're going to run your mouth in the, in the midst of your team being one and eight, and you're going to come out and say that you want to be the focal point of the offense, and the first game you come out and you score four points after saying that, it's not a good look. It's just not a good look. If you want my honest assessment of the situation, I think the situation is only going to get worse for Christian Wood. If that's how he feels right now, it's only going to get worse. Uh, tonight, I mean, Jalen Green, nine points. I mean, that's back-to-back games for Jalen Green where he scored under 10 points. Am I going to be the the podcaster that comes on to live shows and say that the Rockets should have drafted Evan Mobley because of the numbers that he's putting up with the Cavaliers versus what Jalen Green is doing for the Rockets? No, I'm not going to be that guy. Uh, it, you know, he's putting up, you know, a hell of the numbers. I'm not going to say that he's not. Uh, in Cleveland, 
excuse my any coughing or sneezing that I'm doing on the show tonight. I'm feeling the effects of a long week, ladies and gentlemen, but we are here live doing the show here on Spotify Green Room. If you are looking to talk any Rockets basketball and you are in the room currently or going to join the room uh, in a few minutes, go ahead and hit that request to speak button. As always, you want to talk, I'm here to listen. Uh, and as we say that, we have good friend of the show, Ryan Santoro. Ryan, first caller of the night. What's up, my man? How are you? I'm great, man. How are you? <clears throat> oh, God. I mean, I'm here. <laughs> I mean, I'm not happy. I mean, another loss, one and nine, you know? And I, I feel like we're almost, you know, I know, there a whole lot of, I know there weren't a whole lot of expectations for us this year, but uh, I'm pissed. I'm pissed. I'm pissed, too. Yeah, I mean, I'm not happy. I mean, any Rockets fan that looks at this and they're like, oh, you know, this is great. I'm having a great time because they're that much closer to the number one pick. Screw off. It's the wrong show. You know, a part, a, part of you me, know? a part of me wants to just cancel my NBA league pass this year and just wait until the offseason. But I'm, I mean, I will say this. I, I will give the Rockets a lot of credit. I, I mean, the Rockets. You they're, know, hanging the, they're hanging tough. Yeah, yeah I mean. Look at the five-game road trip real quick, right? So they have lost – okay, let's go back to – they've lost one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. They've lost eight games in a row, right? They lost it by 10 to Boston. That was a competitive game. The Rockets, you know, didn't get trampled that game. Yeah. They lost by 10 points to the Mavericks. Uh, and, you know, I have no problem with that. I was at the Utah game that they lost by 31 points. They got killed that game. There was no shot at winning that game. Oh, hey, yeah, they, speaking, speaking of that, how much are tickets this year for how bad they are? Are they cheap? Yeah, it's better. You know, I mean, we were able to go to the game for, I think, 25 bucks a piece. And we sat, you know, in the upper deck. So it wasn't bad. Um, you know, they lost by 10 points to the Lakers. So on this West Coast road trip, right? First game, lost by 10. Wasn't ultra competitive, but the Rockets were in it. They then lost, they, they then lost 119 to 117 where they lost with a shot at the buzzer. They had a shot to win that game. They lost to Phoenix by 12. They had a lead nearly that entire game. Got beat late. Should it be be Denver? Should it be Lakers? Yeah, should it be Denver? Should it be Golden? I mean, I'm not going to say they should it be Golden State, but they were with Golden State all the way up until about six Mm -hmm. minutes left in the third quarter on the fifth game of a five-game West Coast trip. Yeah. I have no problem with the way they're they're playing. I will say transparently, the way I feel tonight is all about losing eight games in a row. Like it sucks. I I hate losing. I hate it. I hate the fact that nobody is pissed off enough on the Rockets bench to start saying, like, what the hell are we doing here? Well, Eric Gordon is picking more injuries again. So I mean he doesn't want to be there. I was I was happy that he didn't play tonight. I'm happy that he's not playing. You know, I mean, what are we doing playing KJ Martin 18 minutes again? Why is he not playing 20 plus minutes? Why is David Nawaba playing 20 minutes a night? Like, like, I don't get it. You know, he had he had six points tonight. He was a, a minus six while on the court. Armani Brooks played 16 minutes tonight. Was a plus 12 while on the court. Again, um, plus minus isn't everything. But that's two nights in a row where he's on the court. He's a positive plus minus. Do you give less minutes to Augustine? No, I, I love what I've seen out of DJ Augustine. I, 
first of all, he was eight of eight from the line, and it seems like he's the only dude who can hit free throws. A. B, the Rockets have a very tough decision to make right now. Like, their biggest problem is uh, – we've said this for a week now. They have no identity. What are they offensively? Who do you run your offense through? Ryan, I'm asking you that question. Who do the Rockets run their offense through? Uh, uh, well, why not just give it to Jalen Green and let him, let him go with it? Let him run with it. I mean, you're, you're, I mean, he shot the ball 12 times tonight. You can't tell me they run their offense through Christian Wood because he shot the ball five times tonight. Jayshon Tate is seven of, was 7 of 11 from the field tonight. Two of four from the three-point line, missed four free throws. He had 21 and 10 tonight. Jayshon Tate is a stud. He is. He's a stud. The Rockets got in trouble tonight when, why are they running double big man sets against the Warriors when the Warriors aren't even playing one big? They killed us with small ball tonight. Like, they're daring the Rockets to play both of their bigs. Look at their box score tonight. Curry at 20. You know, Jordan Poole, who's on a hell of a run the past couple games, which I give him credit for. But the fact that you get beat by Jordan Poole is not acceptable. Not for 25 points. Well, you can't get beat by Jordan Poole by, for 25 points. It's 15 points in the first quarter. It's unacceptable. The play that got me to shake my head was when uh, Shengun got that pass down in the post and he took the follows that are he had, he had enough time to to get the dunk and then he goes to the line and misses yeah. misses both free throws. I'm curious to what both of what, what our free throw uh percentage was tonight. 25 of 37 for 60 68% from the free throw line. That's just garbage. You can't do that. It's not good. I mean Gary Payton, I'll tell you what, Gary Payton gave them great minutes tonight, 20 minutes off the oh. bench. Uh, 10 points. He was a plus 27 while on the court. That dude just plays – dude plays with heart, you know? And that's what the Rockets are missing right now is coming into the season, their their backcourt was suppo- – our, I should say, our backcourt was supposed to be the strength of this team. On the year, the backcourt sucks. Like, they're, Kevin Porter Jr. and Jalen Green do not – have not played well enough consistently for me to look at this team – and say that they are a positive of this team. They're not. They don't play well together. Um, they got to spend at least a whole days of practice just shooting free throws. Nothing more. I mean, I think they do. You know, I think I think some of this is in-game repetition for them. Like they're young, man. Like Jalen Green is. You know, this is just a young. Young team. Now, Christian Wood missing his only free throw of the night. I was pissed at Christian Wood tonight. Dude played with no effort. Dude played with no want to. Like, yeah, he had a couple of nice defensive plays. Big whoop. You're making $14 million a year, and you're going to trot out four points and a rebound and four steals in 24 minutes on the court? That's unacceptable. It's an unacceptable performance. Without, 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 without Wiseman, who's their next big guy on the Warriors? Draymond Green, who I absolutely love and I would do anything to have on this team. Really? I love Draymond Green. Whoa. I've always Whoa. why would you not why would you not want Draymond Green? Give me one reason why you would not want Draymond Green on this team. Uh his attitude sucks. He uh he's good for maybe blocking and mo- passing, but he can't shoot. And actually, you know what? The Warriors make him he, he's not really 
I would say a, a good, uh, I wouldn't say a, a good player, but a good fit. He's a good fit. He's a, he's a great fit anywhere. I mean, the dude had, what did he have tonight for the Warriors? He had six points. He had nine assists, eight rebounds, a steal. He was a positive eight and 22 minutes on the field. And he was three of five. His attitude is one of, I'm a bad bitch. Don't F with me. Yeah, but I mean, I, that's what he does. And I love that about him because the Rockets don't have any of those dudes. It's like a him. It's like him and Westbrook, same exact person. You know? No, so it, no, absolutely. No, Draymond Green is much more valuable to his team than Westbrook will ever be to his team. I mean, Draymond Green is a glue guy. Like, he's the type of guy that you look at and you say to yourself, you have, like that's, those are the types of dudes you need to win basketball games. You know, like that's how I see it. That's how I view them. I may not be in the right on that, but like, yes, would I take Draymond Green on this team in about five and a half seconds? That's crazy. I've, <clears throat> wow. <clears throat> I mean, if they wanted, if they wanted wood and centered a package around uh, Draymond Green, I would think about it. I don't know if I would do it, but I would consider it. I'd probably rather have Weissman, honestly, but I, I love Draymond Green. I would take him on this team in about three seconds flat. I haven't heard that sentence in a very long time. Someone say that they love Draymond Green. That's... I mean, it's, it's, it's very reminiscent to... I'm trying to think of a good example. I mean, he's Dennis Rodman. Is he for everybody? No, personally. But when the dude is on the court, all he does is perform. And, and especially, I mean, you say, especially when, he, when he's going around certain fights with, with, with Harden in the, in the Harden days and... You know, he hurts. He he injures a lot of our players when we play the Warriors. Right, and James makes a great point in the in the chat that Tate will be our version of Draymond. I don't disagree with that. I mean, it's close. You know, Draymond's perfect for what they do in Golden State. Tate is perfect for what we have now. You know, I again, it, for me, this whole thing goes back to identity. Like, what are the Rockets? You know? uh, they're trying to find themselves. They're trying to find out what kind of team they are. Well, they suck. I mean, that's the team that they are. I'm talking more about on a night-in and night-out basis, you know, who does your offense run through? What is your defensive identity? Now, the Ro- I will say this. Ryan Hollins, by the way, mm-hmm. I know we've talked about this at the beginning of the, the year. Uh-huh. I actually really have grown to like Ryan Hollins on the calls. I think Ryan Hollins is actually doing a really good job for the Rockets. Uh, I think he works. I, I think he works really well with Ackerman. I think they have good feed off, and I actually think he knows what he's talking about. Game in and game out, have no complaints about Ryan Hollins. Uh, but beyond that, it's it's very, yeah, it's very questionable as to what do you do from here if you're Silas? Um, if you're Silas, uh, you sit You know, why is Shen Goon only playing you, six? You, you let the young, you let the young guys go out there and have fun. I mean, why is Shen Goon only playing 16 minutes? He wasn't in foul trouble. He only had one foul tonight. There's no reason to not have Shen Goon playing more than 16 minutes. No, no reason at all. See all of Tice tonight. I mean, Tice was – he had 14 points. He had five rebounds. But the thing about Shangun, I mean, there's your, there's your problem. He's 5 of 12 from the free throw line. Yeah. You know, as cute and as adorable as it is that he talks to the basketball at the free throw line, he might want to stop. 
Because it's clearly not working. What a stop. I mean, I'm just saying, like, I mean, if you if you look at his performance, like, I have no problem with his performance. I, he's playing very well. Got to make your free throws. You know, this team is not as far off as their record indicates. You know, they very easily could be three and seven right now after the last, you know, they should have won in L.A., they should have split in L.A. They should have beat Denver. They had a shot to beat Phoenix, and the game was close tonight. You know, I mean, this schedule is a bear for the Rockets right now. I mean, give me, give me a team who's had a tougher stretch than the Rockets over the past five games. And over the next five games, it's not going to get any easier. Yeah, it, so well, let me see here. Today is – So they go they – play, they play the Pistons on Wednesday at home. Yeah. So they have the next three games at home, which I think is great. Dude, I think they have very three winnable games the next three games. Right, Portland's playing like ash right now. Phoenix isn't all that good. Memphis, so Detroit, Portland, Phoenix, Memphis are our next four. And then we have Thunder. Yeah, I mean, your next five games, Memphis, Thunder, Suns, Blazers, Pistons. The Rockets can play their way into a couple wins there. And that's what I want to see. Over the next five games – you know, they, you go into an interview and, you, and they ask you, what's your three to five year plan? What's the three to five game plan for the Rockets over the next three to five? Win a couple games. You know, finish. Yeah. Let Jalen Green play for God's mm-hmm. sake. You know, I, I don't understand what Silas's rotation was like at the end of the, the Denver game. That made no sense to me. Why he was off of the court for the last three minutes is unacceptable. You know, tonight he's playing 30 minutes. He's getting 12 shots up. It's better. You know, the what shot you, allocation what, what tonight we, was better. What do we do with Daniel House when he comes back? Trade trade him. Yeah. You know, you know, you trade him. You look at K.J. Martin tonight, 18 minutes. I mean, his minutes are getting up there. But in the third quarter, in the stretch where, I mean, Golden State is just killing us from the three-point line. Why is K.J. Martin on the bench? Like, why are you putting him on the bench in that spot? Yeah. You know, I want to see <clears throat> the minute allocation. It's getting better. You know, the they, they had to play the young guys tonight because they have so many dudes out. And, I mean, I trashed Silas on, on yesterday's show. I trashed Silas. I will say, in, in hindsight being 2020. He's, I mean, he did a terrible job in coaching the game uh, last night against Denver. That You can't, you can't argue that. Uh, I mean, he made terrible decisions down the stretch. Agreed. Agreed. But the fact is, he, the, what he's had to go through in his time as the Rockets coach has not been easy. I mean, if, especially for a first-time head coach, not easy. Now having House out and having Gordon out, and having John Wall, you know, throwing a pity party and not playing basketball has not helped. Nope. You know, that's what I was thinking about tonight. You know, Kevin Porter Jr. goes out. How great would it have been to have John Wall there? How great would it have, uh, you know, how great would it have been for John Wall to be able to, you know, flank, if you will, the point guard position tonight and go up against Steph and but kick in? Do you think John Wall would have made this team – any different than what they are right now? I mean, I think it, I think it would give Silas another you know tool in his tool belt. You know, I think it gives him the option of 
not having to play a guy like David Nawaba 20 minutes a night. David Nawaba does not need to be playing 20 minutes a night. No? No, why? I mean, he's, if, if he's three of six from the field, he had six points. I, I mean, he has to play 20 minutes right now just because of who you have in the rotation. But, I mean, I want some of those minutes to go to K.J. Martin Jr. I don't get what Silas doesn't see in, yeah. in, in K.J. I mean, K.J. is a rock star. I, I, the, all you got to do is let him play. Yeah, he, he had a nice, Holland, he, yeah, he had a nice off a nice off season for sure. You know, uh, Ryan Hollins alluded to it tonight multiple times mm-hmm. that even when the Rockets give up buckets, the Rockets are so quick in transition when they want to be that they just need to run, just mm-hmm. run. You know, like get up and down the floor. Like the fact that the Rockets only shot seventy nine field goals tonight, they need to be getting up ninety plus shots in a game. Easy, easy. You know if. Christian, sets, Christian would have, should have had at least a 30-point game tonight. I mean, he should have. And, and if, the fact is, is that when you only shoot five times in a game, that's one of two things. One, the, you know, the, the Rockets were running the sets that Silas was calling and Wood just wasn't in a position to get good shots. Or the fact that he just wasn't doing a good enough job at demanding the ball. And that's the that's ultimately what I think that the Rockets' problem is right now. There's no who is the alpha dog of this team. The alpha. who would you say is the alpha dog of this team? The get in line or get the hell out guy. Jason Tate. That's not good. That's not a good because you look at his demeanor on the court. He play. I mean, he plays like a bat out of hell. He doesn't strike me as a guy though that's your alpha dog. I, I think he's more of a really, really good do as I do as I do, but I'm I can't show you what I he can't teach. I don't think he's a teacher yet. I don't think he's there. I mean, he's only in his what second year. Like, who's the alpha dog of the Warriors? It's Draymond Green and and Andre Iguodala, and I guess Steph to a certain extent. But their alpha dog is Draymond Green. Like, if you don't because he's showing it, listen to his press conferences. You know, and Jonathan points out the alpha should be Jalen Green, but he's not ready for it yet. Totally agree. I mean, totally agree. So, what would you give it? Okay, so is, is, is this Christian Woods' team? It's a great question. I mean, it's a great question. To me, it, gun to my head, no, I don't think so. Because if it's his team, he doesn't let he doesn't let a game go by where he's getting five shots. Yeah, and he had the worst. You know, it was a minus eighteen while he was in the, on the court in twenty four minutes. Three reasons why you lost this game tonight: Christian Wood turnovers, miss free throws. It's that's what it comes down to. They got to stop turning the damn ball over. Yeah, that free throws. And the cool thing is, is that Jalen Green was working with Stephen Curry in the off season, and that there's no other guy that you would want to work with other than Stephen Curry. You know. That's really good. That's really good yeah. teacher for Jalen Green. Yeah, and the thing is, what do, what do you want to surround? You want to surround mm-hmm. your your rotation with shooters, and the Rockets just don't have many shooters. I mean, Armani Brooks tonight was three of ten from the field. He was one of eight from the three point line. 
you know, and everybody who listens to this show knows how much I love Armani Brooks because he comes from the University of Houston. Yep. Armani Brooks's offensive repertoire right now is severely limited to only being able to shoot the three-point shot. If his shot is not falling, he's useless. And he's um, absolutely useless. Was, and that's the problem. He was kind of like a like a smaller uh, Ryan Anderson. Just, oh, he could do- no, he, he's more of Troy Daniels. Okay. I mean, that's what he is. That's a better comparison. Yeah, I mean, Ryan Anderson was at least big enough to where he could play defense. Uh, he got some rebounds. But, I mean, Armani Brooks tonight had two steals, which is nice. He had a couple rebounds, but he played all garbage minutes. I mean, that's the uh, biggest pro- that's the biggest problem with this team right now, in my eyes, is lack of leadership, lack of alpha mentality, because they're just a bunch of dudes playing right now. Christian Wood kind of led yesterday with his comments saying what he said, but I don't like the delivery, and I don't like – he had a great game. You got to lead by example, but I get what he was saying, that either make the offense run through me, or what am I doing here? It's a, it's a fair statement by Wood. I will say that. I hate how he delivered it, but the notion behind it, there is some merit to. I want to see some more pick and roll with with, with other KPJ, Jalen Green, to Christian Wood. You're going to get more pick and roll action going. I, li- I like it. I mean, I, I like the, the, the idea of it, you know, but playing Shengun right now, 16 minutes, I just, I don't like. I, just something rubs me the wrong way. Uh, with it. He needs to be faster on, you know, taking that shot when he has the pat, the, the enough time knowing around him instead of trying to get get the contact and go to the line to miss both right. of the free throws. And I will say, after what Christian Wood said yesterday, in no way in in no way, shape, or form am I in fan of this happening. It wouldn't shock me if the Rockets moved Christian Wood by the deadline. Whoa, that's a hot I would Well, no, I would hate the move. But you're stuck in no man's land right now with your front court. Because I think it's oh. obvious that you need to get Shengun more minutes. It's either moving Wood or moving Tice. Uh, I'd rather have, I I have Christian Wood than Tice at this point. Well, so would I. But my problem is, is that if you get rid of Tice, you have no, I mean, I mean no defensive, uh, you know, defender of the rim. I mean, none. And that's the thing, is that they're stuck in no man's land. They're stuck in no man's land with both guys because a guy like Christian Wood, who right now is playing like a fringe all-star outside of tonight, if you move him, you better be getting a heck of a haul back, number one. Number two, if you move Daniel Tice, that's not a good look to impending free agents because Daniel Tice decided to come here in the offseason for whatever reason. And if you trade him without even being here less than a year, what are you telling free agent guys who say, you know what, do I want to go to Houston where they're telling me one thing when they're courting me, but then they're going to move me less than a year into the contract? You know who I'd like? I'd like like a if we could do like like you were saying before, like a Mo Bamba or I would I would like yeah. either or either like a um and I'd take an Ennis Cantor even. I mean Cantor plays no defense. I mean Cantor is what he is. He's a nice player. He's the opposite of what Daniel Tice is. Daniel Tice is more of a defensive guy. Mm-hmm. Ennis Cantor is straight offense. He's not going to give you any defense. He's going to give you limited rebounding. I don't love Cantor, but I like the idea of a get bringing in another big project. Oh, 
You know what's funny is the same night that you and I were talking about Miles Turner, he went off. Uh, Turner's a hell of a player. A hell of a player. And the thing is, if you're going to get rid of you, – you've got tradable assets. How tradable is John Wall right now? I mean, <laughs> barely. I mean, I, I, you'd be lucky to get anything for him. Uh, but a guy like Eric Gordon, you could get a nice haul back, I feel like, from a contender for an Eric Gordon. You know, can you – you know, could you swing – I'm just throwing this out there. I don't know. You know, could you get a, any sort of return of a like a like a Talon Horton Tucker from the Lakers? They won't give him in an ex- You know, uh, would they do that deal to to get more of a veteran presence? You know, onto that roster with Gordon. That's what I would be looking for in a return for Aaron Gordon. Uh, because if they trade him for an expiring contract and draft picks, I'm gonna freaking lose my mind. I swear to God, I will lose my mind if they move, if they do that type of deal again. Because what you're seeing right now, Ryan, and we're going to wrap the show up here in a minute. Everybody who is so giddy about the draft hall from this year, me included, right? Everybody, oh my God, Jalen Green's going to be a great player. Uh, Shangun's a monster. Garuba, you know, Josh Chris for all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Starting off one in nine. Because your guys have to have time to develop is exactly why I hate the draft. I hate the draft. I, don't, I wish we would just acquire free agents and build the team that way like we did with Harden. Because at least we were playing meaningful games. Because right now, this is not meaningful basketball. It's, you know, that's, that's how I feel. Like, I'm just I'm tired of losing games. And I know it's only going to get worse before it gets better. I totally understand that. But this is how every diehard Rockets fan should feel in my eyes. You got anything to say before I go to one more speaker and then we're going to wrap the show up, my yeah, this, is, this is what I would like to do. So, uh, to talk about more bigs, uh, a trade that would be kind of interesting would be uh, John Wall and then you take Daniel House Jr. and you send them to the Cavaliers for a Kevin Love and C.D. Osman. Yeah. I, <laughs> I like it. I mean, if you do that, you're just causing more of a log jam up front, I feel like. You know, that's even less minutes for Shangun if you're doing that type of deal. Kevin I, Love I can, play, can space the floor. He can do, he, you know, he's not just a, he can shoot the three, he can do multiple right. things. And he, 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 for he sure. doesn't, doesn't want to be in Cleveland, so. For sure. No, I don't, I don't hate that deal. Ryan, thanks for hanging out tonight, my dude. Good stuff. Always, man. Later. See, see you, brother. All right, we got one more speaker before we wrap the show tonight. Let's go to Abdul. Abdul, welcome to the show. What do you got for me tonight, my man? Oh, Abdul, not sure what happened there. If you want to go ahead and hit that request to speak button once more, we'll get you in before we wrap the show up. Uh, There he is. Abdul, welcome to the show. How are you? Thank you so much for uh, tuning in. All right, Abdul, not sure what's going on uh, with your uh, request to speak button, uh, but we'll see if we can get you in before we wrap the show. Looking at the, let's see here. Uh, Something's going on with the recording, Abdul, my apologies. Uh, We may have to get you in next show. Uh, Looking at the schedule for the week, uh, the Rockets have a big-time matchup coming up. Looks like the Rockets are off until Wednesday after this five-game road trip. So 
They'll have two days off uh, to get some good practice time in. Uh, so the Rockets will be hosting the Pistons inside of Toyota Center uh, Wednesday night at 630. It will be on ESPN. If you aren't uh, the city of Houston, make sure to get try and get out to that game. Uh, first overall pick against the second overall pick should be one heck of a game. The Rockets will then uh, host the Portland Trailblazers on Friday night. We will make sure to let all of our great listeners know where we will be doing the post-game show as the dream shakes, the dream take uh, is and should be your home right after all Houston Rockets game, pre-post, pre-regular, and postseason game action. Uh, thank you so much to Ryan for uh, coming on stage tonight and all of our other great listeners here on Spotify Greenroom. This has been another episode of SB Nation's The Dream Shakes, The Dream Take podcast. If you're on Twitter, make sure to give The Dream Take a follow at The Dream Take. Make sure to follow the mothership of The Dream Take, The Dream Shake at Dream Shake SBN. You can follow me on Twitter at BSW Podcast underscore MB. Follow my co-pilots, Jeremy Brenner at Jeremy Brenner and Raymond Lucas at Raymond, excuse me, at RaymondLucasJr.com. Make sure on Facebook to follow the Dream Shake at the Dream Shake. Once again, recapping your unhappy final from Golden State this evening. The Rockets lose 120 to 107. Everyone have a great week. We will see y'all Wednesday night after the Detroit Pistons game. Until next time, Rockets fans, go Rockets! Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Most of the time, we talk about tech in terms of a handful of gigantic companies like Google, Meta, and Apple. But some of the most interesting stuff we find online is the product of a single person. When you're working on your own, I think there's this beauty of being able to come up with an idea and then implement it. Then, in that moment, you don't have to have permission from someone else. There's no red tape. In the Vergecast series, Solo Acts, we'll get to know these people, the tech they use to get stuff done, and the obstacles they face trying to compete with the giants. Some people that I talk to and my friends are like, you know, your competitors are Zuckerberg and Musk. Like, aren't you kind of, like, afraid of that? Every Monday, our friend Ashley Escada will be curating and hosting these interviews and sharing with us what she's learned. I can't believe the McRib locator was originally a tornado locator. Right. <laughs> Pretty wild. Listen to our Solo Acts miniseries now in the Vergecast feed, anywhere you find podcasts.